Touchdown, Los Angeles. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rams Nation, welcome back. It's Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Locked On Rams. And this is the Thursday edition of Locked On Rams, and you know it. It is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Don't forget to go check that out. Uh, They're going to match 100% of your deposit right away. Really cool. I'm always on there. We will do our segment that we always do later in the show where we pick games. Make sure to check that out, mybookie.ag. Well, we got him back again. (laughs) Can't get rid of this guy. It's the Thursday edition. We're over here watching the World Series. It's actually in the fourth inning right now. Not looking so good. No, but you know what? In this series, anything can happen. So we're going to hang tight and see how this thing turns out. But right now, Dodgers are down five. Game seven. Back-to-back years, game seven. I hope these guys can do it. Kershaw is actually in the game. What did you say? Is his second relief appearance or something like that? Uh, since, yeah, it's the NLDS 2016. So nice. since over a year, it's a second appearance as a reliever. Nice. All hands on deck. Yeah. And that's pretty much how the Rams teams are these days. All hands teams on deck, and uh, we're pretty healthy, so I guess that fits that way too. I saw that Cody Davis was limited in practice today, uh, and then we had a few guys uh, that are always sitting out. Barwin, Whitworth, I think Barron, who uh, typically they sit out this Wednesday, rest up. Uh, Those guys were resting, so uh, nothing major to report there unless you got something, James. Well, just want to update you guys on John Sullivan. A few people have reached out just to ask the status of him. Uh, he's ready to play on Sunday, and also Bear mentioned Cody Davis, but Josh Reynolds too. He was limited with concussion, concussion uh, like protocol. symptom, so uh, he's also. What uh, was he doing during his bye week? Probably not much. Yeah, <laughs> probably not a lot of thinking. Yeah. Well, thankfully that bye week came at a good time for us. Uh, we were a little banged up, the most banged up we've been all year, uh, which is to say limited at most. So those guys got an extra couple days of that rest. Uh, most of the guys are ready to go. And obviously, uh, John Sullivan, probably one of the most important ones there, uh, as we talked about yesterday, being kind of that quarterback of the offensive line. And we'll be back on the road because we are traveling again, which we are, yes, undefeated on the road, but heading to uh, New York to take these guys on, who are also on a bye week, which you mentioned yesterday. Yeah, thankfully, it's just a quick flight over there. What? (laughs) Jeez, number one most – I think we actually we got bumped down to number two most traveled team this year. Last year, we were number one, but – Man, putting on the miles. Hope they uh, are getting those frequent flyer miles. So, Bear, uh, with that nerd statement you made yesterday, and I heard, I know that everybody heard, uh, I wanted to let you know an interesting fact about this game right now. You're like, he thinks I'm a nerd. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> I'll show him. Uh, so, <laughs> so, think about this. Eli Manning was drafted in 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, same year as Philip Rivers. But Jared Goff, guess how old he was when he... When that when that happened? Oh man, Sir Goffness was probably he was nine. Wow! And he just had a press conference and he was talking about how he's always been a fan wow. of Eli Manning and his style. And he remembered watching Eli get drafted back in two thousand three, but he was nine years old, and now he's playing against him on the road as the number one offense in the NFL. How crazy is that? Yeah, full circle. And the weird thing about that is like. Like I hear Philip Rivers, and I think of like he seems kind of old and veteran. But for some reason, I still make Eli like he's been in the league for like six years. Like yeah. he doesn't seem like a guy that would be. He's not old, but he's not young. He's kind of in the middle. Yeah, and uh, always I guess maybe because of you know Peyton Manning, and and you're thinking of older brother, and he's the old guy of the group. But 
Wow, pretty cool. He was nine, and now here he is lining up against them, and they are not looking good this year. I think I said they were like one in seventeen last week, which is pretty <laughs> inaccurate. But um, they're one in six. One in six. Yeah. It feels like one in nineteen. So hopefully we get out there and add another one to that lost column for them. McVeigh, uh, as he spoke about this as well, he's been giving many credits to New York and saying, you know, McAdoo's a good coach and they're a very competitive team and. You know, he's as coming from Washington, he saw him a lot, and that you know he's saying all the right things. He's giving them respect. He's not saying we're gonna go in there and whoop their butts, but I'm sure behind closed doors and no microphones, he's really hyping the team up and saying, you know, we got to get this one. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so speaking of getting hyped up here, one thing that got me hyped up today was I was reading about how McVeigh, on top of all the media he's been doing, we've been watching some of those yeah. videos, but he's been really using this bye week to utilize. Uh, footage from other teams and steal kind of what successful teams are doing. He talked about this uh, in a late in a press conference and he's basically he's back to work studying. So yeah. we saw last week how, you know, Jared Goff uh, had that run and touchdown and we've been talking plenty how we're continuing to evolve as an offense and change it up. I, you know, we anticipate Sammy Watkins to get some more balls as we finish off the season and I'm really looking forward to what McVeigh observed with these other successful teams and how he's going to bring that to New York knowing that we're already scoring over double points per game than them I think that uh, this offense is going to really surprise us and I love hearing that because there's nothing better than a guy or a coach that can sit here and say you know I need to continue to be learning and taking from other people and imitating things and and using them to best fit the guys that are in our system and always trying to improve, not just sticking with like, well, well, this this you know, 32 dives been awesome for us. So you know, yeah, we're gonna keep in rotation, but you know, not looking elsewhere for a play that could utilize our players in that in that yeah. situation. And that's the thing is like we don't we don't need to improve. We're we're one of if not the best in the NFL. And uh, talking about scoring, we just take a look at Todd Gurley and Greg Zerline alone. They've outscored the Giants total in points this season, Ouch. 132 to 112. So. Um, you know, talking about mixing up this offense, I think, you know, we saw, we talked about yesterday, you mentioned a video yeah. uh, about the Snoop play. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, you were just talking about how he pulls from everywhere to utilize into the offense, and he was on the show with Rich Eisen, and they broke down this play that Snoop had, had drawn up, and I think it was actually for some Pittsburgh Steelers, but uh, they had him break it down, and I love this clip. I think it's awesome, and I'm going to keep an eye out for this play because it seems very Ram-esque. And uh, let's get into the play really quick, and you can hear McVeigh break down Snoop Dogg's uh, football play. Um, here is the play that Coach Snoop the Great, as he scrawled on the uh, on the grease board I can here, see that. drew up when he was here in studio last. Um, fake 31, fake 24-Z reverse is his play. What do you think? I think it looks like something that the Rams offense need to think about putting in. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always seen Snoop was a, a great coach and uh, impressive communicator, but you look at it, he's got some good X's and O's as well. He's in a two-back slot formation, mm -hmm. and anytime that you're able to give misdirection, it can kind of get the defense leaning one way or the other, and then you come back with a counter. So it looks like they're faking the dive, mm -hmm. then going off of a little bit of an intermediate zone concept, and then here comes the Z reverse around out of a two-back slot formation, a lot of good stuff. Uh, don't be surprised if you see this against the New York football giants uh, from the Rams offense coming up. This could be something to get Tavon Austin in a short motion from the slot, uh, give it a little misdirection with Gurley and the action that he's attracting right now. Uh, this, this is something that is going to get logged away in the Rams playbook well, right if, now. Let me yeah, I mean, look at that right there. I mean, we talked about utilizing our players and finding a way to – 
make new plays and you know catch a defense off. I mean, maybe they were watching this, but who's expecting a Snoop Dogg play going to be called in from the sidelines? I hope you ever seen like in college they use those like uh, picture boards to like send in plays. Oh yeah, uh, it's just like, like eyeball. Yeah, uh, yeah, pyramid. Yeah, exactly. And like Kevin Costner, and then like <laughs> Disney character and then like and you're like what the heck that's a play yeah they and just show snoop dog yeah it's just just hold up a snoop dog card and just let, the let thing it go is, i feel like almost everybody would know it's like they're doing it they're really doing it they're at the line of scrimmage just going the chronic the chronic <laughs> the chronic watch Tavon, he's going yeah. for it so um that'd be pretty cool and uh we'll be on the lookout for that but it's not a bad play and looking at who we got here well, the uh, cool thing about this play, like obviously Tavon will be getting it in this situation, but you can still have Jared Goff with the block, with the two back here yep. blocking. You can have him roll out. Like way to go, Snoop! <laughs> Coach Snoop in the house, Coach and you know Snoop. what? He's an LA guy. Let's He's got to be on job. board for this. Yeah. Well, James, this is a nice little easy segue into mybookie.ag. Snoop is out there calling plays, and we're gonna sit here and call some picks right now. So. So don't forget, guys, go ahead and check out mybookie.ag. They're going to match 100% of your deposits. So put down 100 bucks, they're going to give you 100 bonus right away. Uh, you bet with that money, and then if you win that bet, it goes right into your bank account in there. Uh, the great thing is they pay out in two days. Two days. You click submit, you go to sleep, you wake up, you go to sleep. Next thing you know, you got money in your account. Uh, it happens just that fast. So pretty cool stuff. Uh, they also are super legit. They've been around for a while. they got a great reputation. They do in-game live betting. That's probably where I spend most of my money and betting is because you 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 want you always want to be part of the action and you're seeing things go and, and you start to predict things. And c- certainly the Rams game, I won a bunch of money during that Jaguars game because it was close to the half, put some money down. They ended up winning by 10 and covered my the spread I put down. So I love the in-game betting. Check it out. Uh, we're going to break down a couple games now, me and James here, do our picks. Uh, always remember to reach out to us at LA underscore Rambling Bear, at jkroger3, K-R-O-E-G-E-R-E-G-E-R-E-E-G-E. There's you know like, what? A lot of people are in their car, too, during this, so you're not going to write this down. You're not going to memorize it. Mm. Rams Podcast, Lockdown Ramps. At both each. There you go. Check them out. You'll see Bear and I retweeting almost everything. Yeah, so get yeah. in there. You know, do a if you want to find us. Research, come on. You'll find you'll us. You'll find us if you really want to. So if you're in your I'll car, remember you. when you get to work, you're not going to get to work as soon as you get there. So let's not lie about that. Okay, so you're going to follow us or else we're ending this right now and turning this car home. <laughs> this car. <laughs> I will turn this car around. Go ahead and turn the car around if you're not going to do it. <laughs> so we're going to start off with the Thursday night game. We usually do... Um, it's a nail biter oh, this an week. Exciting one. We got the Buffalo Bills and the New York Football Jets. The New York Football Jets. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jets are at home. They're getting three points here. Uh, Buffalo obviously has had a pretty good season. They're sitting at five and two, just like the Rams. Uh, and the Jets have been kind of a surprise at three and five. I, mm-hmm. I, I would say um, they're two and two at home, so they're back to where they're a little bit more comfortable. Uh, they're getting three points at home. Thoughts, James? Where you at? Go ahead and give me a pick em. So I'm going to have to stick with Buffalo in this one. You look at some of the talent on the Jets, and I don't know. I just think overall, no doubt about it, Buffalo's got this one. Yeah, I mean, going on the other side, and I'll just jump in here. Uh, I think it's, I think Buffalo's going to win this pretty easy. But at the same time, uh, the Jets, I think, at home are going to put up a fight in front of that crowd. So... Uh, I will take Buffalo, minus the three points. Buffalo also just made the big move for Calvin Benjamin, uh, adding to their wide receiver depth. Obviously, they trade Sammy Watkins. Everyone thought in Buffalo that they were going to be 
kind of a you know dump year for them. They moved a couple other pieces, uh, but they went out and made a move and picked up a player, uh, and they're five and two, looking pretty good. They've knocked off a couple big teams, so uh, I think this is going to be just like our matchup. Uh, should be a winnable, easy game for them, so they should pull it out. Uh, I take Buffalo. We both take Buffalo uh, minus the three points. Agreed. All right. Well, let's jump into. We always do. The game you always know we're going to do, and that's uh, the Rams on the road against the Giants. This game surprisingly has a spread of plus three as well, and that's for the Giants at home. They're the underdog in, in their own stadium. They're one and six. They're 0 and three at home. I really thought the Rams would have a bigger point spread here. Uh, you mentioned it the other day. It was one of their bigger point spreads on the road in a long time. Uh, this line just changed. I think today it was three and a half, but now it's three. Uh, maybe change again for then. It went up to four yesterday. And back Over down. under is at forty one and a half. Uh, so they're saying it's not going to be the craziest, you know, point spread. I think they're thinking a lot of that's going to come from the Rams. But break it down for me, James. What do you got? So no doubt about it, the Rams got this one unlocked. They're undefeated on the road. They're scoring twice as many points per game as the Giants. And one thing that bothers me, if you guys go to ESPN and look up the matchup predictor, it's got the Giants at 61%. I don't understand that, but they don't have the line. I don't think anyone understands that. So some of these are pretty funky. I don't know what ESPN's thinking here, but um, how could you not pick the Rams in this situation? Uh, you know, the one thing that does scare me, I've mentioned before, the Giants are coming off a bye, and they will be at home, and the name Eli Manning is always uh, dreadful towards the end of the season, at least most yeah. of the time. Uh, so, you know, that, that part does scare me. I don't think we should be too confident, but if I'm going to bet, I'm going with Rams. All right, well, I'm going to go with the Rams as well, and I'm going to hit you back with one more question before we end this because I think it's pretty obvious that both of us are going Rams for those reasons. I mean, they've got no running game to talk about as of yet. Uh, three of their receivers are out. Um, they're really just running on fumes right now with Eli Manning, who usually at the end of the season, like you mentioned, can kind of find a groove or their defense locks in and they start to become that playoff team. But that, that's not this year. Uh, he's trying to do too much. Uh, I've seen many of times watching red zone where they're getting into the red zone and not converting. And that's just uh, Eli Manning in a nutshell this year and really the, that whole team. But let's go a step further. We're, I'm going to say they're going to get the you know minus three and go there. But I want to hear your score prediction as well. So what do you got throwing down a score prediction for me? I got a um, 30 to 10. 30 to 10. All right. You see a blowout coming. And you would then say under on the over-under. Yep. 41 and a half. Uh, I'm going to see your 30. And I'm going to raise you. I'm going to say 38. And I'm going to go 38-17. I'm going to say they go over. And the Rams win big 38-17. So we're both thinking pretty much blowout. Uh, basically, yeah. But I you think... had an extra touchdown in there. Is that going to be an E. Yeah, Ingram uh, grab? Or... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> e. Ingram from the Giants, my favorite player. I'm going to start him in fantasy. Not. Uh, yeah, I just think the Rams are going to put up some late points. I think we're going to jump out to an early lead and then have that defense just go to work and really just unload on Eli. I think we're going to cause at least two to three turnovers. I think that's going to be a big part of our win. And just kind of bring these boys back home on, on a high, and we get back to playing in front of our home fans. So that's our second game so far. We both picked Buffalo uh, minus the points and Rams minus the points. Let's stick in the division here. I think this is a fun one. We're going to go up to Seattle, and it is the Washington Redskins visiting the Seattle Seahawks. 
Uh, the point spread is set at minus seven for Seattle, so they're the favorite there. Uh, Seattle just got caught themselves in a shootout with Houston last week. I don't think the Redskins are that shootout-type team this year. We haven't seen that from Kirk Cousins yet, but I also don't think their defense is a team that's going to give up as many points as, as Houston did uh, last week. So I'm going to shoot this one over to you. Seahawks, Redskins, minus seven for the Seahawks. What do you got? So I'm going to – and I'm, I'm – I'm, I'm admitting here that right. it's a risky move, and I know the odds, and I know how hot Seattle's been recently, yep. and I know that they will be at home. And uh, like you mentioned, Kirk Cousins, I'm feeling while a switch he's putting through. up a lot of the numbers, he has you know made he's made a few errors, and he hasn't really made it happen as much. He hasn't earned that that paycheck he's looking for right. with the Redskins right now, for so, sure. Um, especially last week, so I I just want to be risky here and and go with. Go with uh, be make a bold move and and go with the Redskins uh, to, to try to get win some money. Go on the line. All right, taking the skins plus the points on the road. I like it. You know, it's it's a big point spread. It, it makes it tough. I really think this game is going to be closer. Um, obviously, looking at last game, it was a shootout, but it ended up being that last second decision of who was going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to go with you, man. I'm going to jump in. All right, I plus, like it. Yeah. I need some people to start knocking off the Seahawks, man. Yeah, we got That's another thing. Yeah, we so need to take them down. I'm gonna much. say skins plus seven. I don't know if they're gonna win the game. I don't know if I can go that far because Kirk Cousins, like you mentioned, really hasn't uh, lived up to that paycheck and hasn't really sold himself as a long-term situational quarterback. So uh, Russell Wilson's hot. Seahawks are finally putting up points. Their defense is their defense, so we get that. Uh, but I'm gonna say this is a tight game. And, you know, maybe the Seahawks pull it out near the end, but I'll take Redskins plus seven. All right, and let's not forget that Terrell Pryor will be back uh, ready to rock. So, you know, you never know. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, that was our mybookie.ag pick em. Uh Always enjoy that on the Thursday. I've been struggling a little bit this week. I, I won one of them last week, lost the other two. Uh, wish the Rams were here to help me out because I've been picking the Rams, doing pretty, pretty good with that. Uh, but yes, so mybookie.ag guys, don't forget to go check them out. You can tell them Bear sent you. Promo code is locked on. Well, James, let's kind of move on. Pick a couple games on the end of the season here. I want to pick just a couple that um, you've circled. We've talked to a couple of our fans over the last couple of days. Uh, heard from them about the schedule. I know McVeigh says don't look over the team you're playing this week, but here I am looking right over the Giants. Because we're on a cloud. Yep. We're on cloud nine, my friend. Uh, out of these next five, six games, you know, obviously we've got Texans, Vikings, Saints, Cardinals, Eagles, Seahawks, Titans, Niners to wrap it up. Uh, tell me what the two you're most scared of there, the two most important ones you think. Okay, so the two that I am most scared of is the Seahawks in December mm-hmm. because we will be in Seattle. Yeah, that's going to be a divisional. And they're looking hot, like I just yep. mentioned. Hopefully the Redskins can knock them down a notch. But still, the Seahawks, you know, I think they're one of those teams that are going to be really great uh, towards the end of the season this year. So they scare me. Take a look at the Eagles. I'm not going to try to even believe right now that uh, it's a game I'm concerned about. I really think the Eagles are 
have a solid chance here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other game that I'm mostly concerned about next is is the Texans too, because mm. looking at the way that they struggled against Seattle, how that was a offensive shootout and really came down to the end of the game. Um, Deshaun Watson is just looking incredible right now, and I think they're a really scary team. I think that's one of the games again, like you mentioned in the beginning of the year, we would have pointed out and right. not uh, circled as a guaranteed. Uh, L there, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely scared uh, for, for what they're bringing. For sure. And uh, those are both two really good games, and that's what tells you how crazy this schedule is coming up, because I've got two different games uh, circled as far as, obviously the Seahawks game, I mean, that's definitely, it's going to be a huge divisional matchup, and could really, you know, decide who's going to win the NFC West, so, um, you know, good call there, but um, another couple ones that jump out, I mean, that game in Minnesota, you know, with all the back and forth, we've done this whole travel. We come home for one game and then go back out on the road and we play an early morning game out on the East Coast, it's Midwest, be I guess. There. It's going to be freezing. Yep, but they got the dome and it's the home of the Super Bowl. So, what I like about this is this is kind of a maybe a little peek, peek ahead. Go in there, see the locker room, and say, hey, guess what? We'll, we'll be back see here. You soon. Yeah, we'll see you back in January. Um, but it's, I think that's going to be a tough one. The Vikings are. are you know, great defense so far, and it's a kind of a reconnection with Case I Keenum. <laughs> yep. So I'm excited to see that as well. So he's been playing great. I think that Viking game is going to be a fun one to watch on the road. Uh, so far, if we can beat the Giants, we're going to be a very confident road team at that point. But that's the one I'm definitely watching and can't wait to see how that goes. And then I don't know if this scares me yet. The next, I got two that I'm like tossing between. The Saints right after that, back at home, kind of scares me. What Drew Brees are we getting? What defense are we going to see? And then the one I will pick, though, and I'll go with, is that second-to-last game against the Titans on the road. Um, Titans can be fighting for a playoff position at times. So could we. Uh, if Marcus Mariota gets back into true form, which we know he can, obviously I know he's been sucking because I have him on my fantasy team and he's driving me crazy. Every time I'm like, hello, Marcus Mariota. You're supposed to put up a lot of points, but you're not. But he's capable of that, and it's going to be interesting to see where that team is in December and what they're fighting for. Uh, that could either be a game that we go and they've kind of given up on the season and you know maybe Mario's hurt or uh, they've had a couple of injuries, but that's another one that kind of scares me. I use that word, you know, a lot of people use the word trap game, but <laughs> that one near the end of the season kind of scares me as well. Yeah, well, the good news is we're not we're not scared of too many games yeah. to close out the season. I think we're feeling pretty confident going into a lot of these. Um, so yeah, they're the big dogs, the Eagles, the Seahawks, you mentioned the Vikings. Um, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about the remainder of the season and the I'm overall record, which we've talked about plenty and we talked about yesterday on the Fantasode. It's the March to 11 to 12 wins. Yes, I believe sir. it's there. I believe it's there. Well guys, uh, I want to thank James again for always coming on and joining me. I basically just show up at his house and say, Hey, guess what? We're recording. Uh, we got game seven on behind us. I'm really hoping for a big inning here. Uh, Dodgers are up. They got a man on first. I think it's about the fifth, sixth inning. So I'm hoping that we can make this thing exciting for you guys. Hopefully you guys are in a good mood and tomorrow the, when you're listening to this. And the cool thing is, as we talk about this, there's probably a handful of people listening and they're like, dude, I live in New York. I live in London. I'm not a Dodger fan. So for you guys, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. And for anybody in Houston, you're doing good so far. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Good, <laughs> good for, for you. you. 
Um, but guys, appreciate it. It's fun watching um, some of these stats roll in as I'm looking at analytics. We switched over our new uh, web portal that kind of holds on. The, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> as I look at the analytics. Yeah, James taught me this. <laughs> uh, but it's cool. I get to see kind of where you guys are downloading from and uh, the listeners we have. And it's, it's a wide range of people from... Uh, not only here in America, we've got some people in Germany, we've got some people over in London. So big shout out. If you guys are listening from another place other than California, send me a tweet. Tell me where you're listening from. I think that's pretty cool. I really enjoy that. I'll share it. I'll retweet it and let everyone know that Rams Nation is not just a nation here. It is a nation all around the world. So uh, really thank to be a part of that. And uh, again, James, thanks for joining me. And you know the deal, everybody. Till next time, Rams Nation. Peace. Peace.